Yo, 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 it's Miss Wanda. Welcome to another episode of The Sweet Podcast. We are in the studio today with a very special guest. I have my co-host here with me, yep. Mark Joseph. Wow. Say hello, Mark. What's good? What's really good? We're here with Niska. Here, man. here go, Mark. Oh, yeah, man. That's sexy me? Voice. That's my thing? You know you only do that sexy voice during the intro. I, I mean, I guess that's just what I do. They're going to have to feel it. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the studio today. Thank you, thank you, everybody, for you know tuning in the past you know couple of episodes. Thank you, as usual, for the love and the support. We're actually live streaming this podcast for the first time. Word. A lot of people are like, can you live stream some? We're like, you know what? We are going to live stream our very first interview yes, style <laughs> podcast, and we have the beautiful Niska. Wow. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm gonna first start by saying hello to all the fans that are following and to thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Mark sure. is excited about this episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Mark I'm is excited. excited. I'm excited. <laughs> so, Word. just so you guys know, if you haven't heard of Niska, you don't know who Niska is. Niska is an artist, a rapper, singer, songwriter. She was raised in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, where she attended both primary and secondary school until moving to the U.S. Where did you move to Miami? I moved to, yeah, Fort Lauderdale, moved, right here. Oh, right Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Well, yeah, we did, you know, we do have here that you went, you studied at one of the schools, what school, high school here? I went to high school here um, in Weston and around here in Plantation, and then I graduated and went to college in New York. Yeah. And I got oh. my master's in New York. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. What's I did that? NYU and NYIT. Oh, oh that's what's up. Because yeah. I was going to ask you, like, um, did you go to college and finish? And if so, like, what was your degree on? Yeah, I went to college first for business. Um, after two years, I transferred to architecture. And then oh, right before graduating in architecture, I guess I was afraid to graduate. And I changed my entire career path and did marketing and design. So wow. I have a master's oh, okay. in marketing wow. and design. So it's brains up there. It's not just uh, spitting. It's some, some serious Yeah, but the heart, the heart is music. The heart is music. That's what I was going to ask you because that transition. Yeah. Like, so that's one of those... You, Growing up, you always knew you were going to do music, or you just kind of liked it, and then eventually you're like, let me not architecture and go into music. How did that work out? Well, I've always wanted to make music. I, th I think I can go back as far as 14 years old telling my mom I'm going to be a hip-hop artist, like oh, wow. listening to Tupac and Trick Daddy. Those were my first two albums. Ah! And what, what did like, mom say? The two opposites. My mom was like, girl, go sleep. Like, yeah, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I told my dad that, too, and likewise. He, was, he said the same. And <laughs> at the end of the day, I think with my... I was just passion. Like, my mom yeah. saw it. Every, since I was 16, I would build a music studio in my room. I'd be writing it. So mom su no. supported you. But her only deal was, listen, Niska, I had you at 18. I didn't get to finish college. I wanted no. to be a doctor. I need you to go to college. That means go to college, graduate, and then the world is yours. I will not bother you. So I made sure I went to college and finished. I remember graduating my graduation day, and my mom was sitting in the back, and I, I just didn't want to be there. And I'm sitting there getting ready to get <laughs> called on stage, and there's like 200 people in front of me. And I text my mom, and I'm like, Mom, you see my name on the list, right? They just said my name. Can we just leave? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. I didn't even stay? go up to get my but, diploma. But, but, Honestly, but, but, I just, I, I got there. I sat down. I, you know when they make you stand up and change your tassel? Yeah. They changed my tassel, said my name, and I walked out. So you was like, yo, I made that sacrifice I'm for you. I'm done. I'm done I with did what you now wanted. Now it's my turn. It's my time right now, right? Yeah, it was really funny. But I'm, and I'm proud. Honestly, today now, me and my team, we have a dope creative agency where we do graphic design and marketing and 
um, my vision in music and the way I handle my brand, I don't think I would be able to do that without school. So. Oh, yeah, because right. we're definitely getting into that. You know yeah. me, I have a lot of branding right. and marketing questions on how you handle things, yeah, so we're so definitely getting into that. A lot of different that. things going on. So, like, I mean, what kind of artist are you? I mean, you do a lot of different things. So what? Yeah, who, who you... is Niska? Like, right. we kind of did a little quick bio, but tell us who is Niska. According to herself, according to Niska. Man, who am I? I'm, like... Like my energies, my, my my album's name, energy. It's just however I translate my art. Like I can wake up one day and just be on a design rampage where I just want to be designing logos and and creating. I just love to create, you know. And so and then at night I kind of shift into the mode of I need to make music. So mm. the way I like to say is that I put I, I design space and time. You understand? Yeah. So space being my designs and my art and time being my music. So oh, snap. And you know this whole thing with music, especially like with me, I'm just getting into, you know, Haitian music. And I even hate calling it that because I'm like, I feel like we should have another term because do we call Jamaican music Jamaican, Jamaican music? music? It's the dance you know hall and like, Right. Nah, I yeah, hate you, the, the idea that sometimes we say Haitian music because it's like, instead of just maybe saying the genres or something, because... When I first heard of you, and I said, like, you heard of Niska? And I was like, and it's like, she's a rapper. And it's like, she's a female rapper. And I'm like, yeah. well, just a rap. They're like, oh, rap Creole rapper. So now I'm like, when I try to describe him, I'm like, okay, so how do we describe, like, how do you describe yourself? Because I have, I know other Haitian artists that's like, we'll say like, they're this type of artist. Like, no, I'm not. I'm this type of Word. artist. Yeah. Yeah, how would you describe this your... These labels, these labels things, like, it, I, I just try and rise above that. Like, I started off in English. English is my first tongue. You know what I mean? Like I writing wise, my forte is English. If all my real fans know that since I'm I think 17 with my first project, my first mixtapes, my first collabs were all in English, you know? And mm -hmm. it's a decision that I took after college to go back and like find my roots and be like, okay, do I want to be that artist that just is living in Miami or living in New York that's grinding and just going to blow up and carry a Haitian flag on stage? Or am yeah. I really going to go back into the gutter of Haiti and build from nothing, you know? Word. Which is the decision I made. It was a huge risk, mm -hmm. you know? I, I have the, um, how do you say that? I have the opportunities and the brains to be blessed enough to be out in America. Why, a lot of people ask, why go back? Mm -hmm. And for me, it wasn't go back, it was go in, you know? And, Yo. and, I, and, I, and I went in and figured out my sound, my voice, what my message was, what was my point of all this, all this, like, since 17, so, like, that's almost a decade of work, Gee. hours of putting into this stuff, and that's what Haiti helped me do, so if I have to categorize myself, I'd say I'm a, I'm a hip-hop artist because I'm a lyricist, yeah. and that's my forte, but I don't think there's a limit. I think we can really do whatever we need to do to get Haiti to the top. Yeah, exactly. So, with Creole, because you're... Music is all in Creole, so you grew up speaking the language, or you learned and went back. Like, yeah, we so had it's a your, whole... like it's your Creole. <laughs> we had a whole like thing your about... record's broken Creole. Like it's nah, you. Like she legit, really... man. Well, my Creole, my Creole's real Creole. I'm gonna tell you why. It's from being a loner so much growing up. I never had friends in school. So that means I went to an American school, missionary school in Haiti. Mm. Big up QCS. I was oh, gonna say, what school? Where, where's that? QCS in Haiti on Delma. Oh, okay. So it was like a missionary school. My mom went there too, so she put us there. Kiske, yeah. And I went there and I never really connected and made friends in there. Mm. I more made friends in like the streets where I lived. So I'd go back home and I was the one hanging out with the street kids. You understand? Right. I wasn't from there. I can't say I'm from the ghetto. I can't say any of that, but I connected with them. And right. they gave me my Creole because 
without them or like the people working at my house that I would question and ask about Haitian culture, which is something that's always, um, it's like, how do you say that? Something that's always intrigued, you. intrigued me. Exactly. Yeah. And in speaking to them, I got that Creole and it, the English comes from obviously going to an American school and having an American Haitian mother. So yeah, that's, that's where the Creole comes from. Now you okay. talked about going in, like you said, you went back to Haiti, but you went in. So I feel like when you say you went in, you went to the hood, you went to the spots that was jumping. Cause when I go to Haiti for real, I go to some spots that if I, if my, I told my mom I was up in there, she'd be screaming, crying, telling me to get the hell up out of there. So I know I kind of felt where you were coming from with that energy. Right. And I'm like, is that what you did? Did you go to those spots that was just popping downtown? Like in, in Port of Pop and I went to the worst spots. Like, <laughs> you don't get it. I moved back to Haiti from living in New York for seven years. Like, I was completely Americanized. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was an American. And you're a girl. American. A Asian. girl, too. Yeah. So, I'm like, I'm really, I'm really interested in hearing about that. Like, you being out there, like, I guess you say the hoods. So, you went to and the hoods. And don't forget spots. the racism. You understand? I, or the segregation. I was going to bring that up next. And I'm like, okay, let, let's see where this goes. So how did they look at you? Because curly hair, light-skinned Haitian right. girl in the hood. Yeah, I'm a Timilat. I'm a Tibourgeois. Right. Tibourgeois, Tibourgeois. You go into the hood of the hoods to hear where the, where the stuff is popping at, where the sounds are being created. That's Not, where... I, it, I wouldn't even say it's where the stuff is popping or being created. It's like where the worst of the worst... Okay, so in a country like Haiti, right? Yo. These people are living off hope, right? All right. So... They don't even have enough money to eat sometimes, but they're mm. still going to save that money to go out and see their favorite artist perform yeah. at night, right? Right? Yeah. right? So if I'm going to be communicating and making music for that kind of people, Yo. how am I going to get to their heart and to their soul? Right. Like I'm not, It's not like you're here and I'm talking about making money and spending it on a Benz or, right. or right. rolling right. around with stripper, whatever what it is we speak about in trap music or hip hop. Yeah. Over there, in order for them to connect with you, it's either you're from the street like them talking about the street, Yo. which I can't do because I'm not from the street. Yeah. Or you're I somebody, appreciate that. Yeah, I can't. Because you could have just, I you know, tried. talking about trapping. No. They ain't well, you ain't trapping nothing. No. But you, but you wasn't <laughs> trapping, so you had to connect with them. What did you used to but connect with? But don't forget, my dad was one of the biggest trappers in Haiti. <laughs> yeah, that man, I didn't know. Word life. Yeah, my dad, word my dad was one of the biggest drug dealers in Haiti. So for me, yeah. and That's growing real. up in a circle where, one, the upper class is resenting me because of... Um, I, my family's not straight like theirs. And mm. then the lower class doesn't accept you because you don't look like them. You don't look like So them. I grew up in a middle ground of, of trying to like find my balance and my connection. And it's that's for me what helped me be me. You know All what right. I mean? So moving back to Haiti, I go into the ghettos. I didn't go into the ghettos to speak what they're living. I went in the ghettos to understand the way they speak. Mm. They don't speak Creole like we do in Pichonville or in the States. You understand? They have a different lingo. They have a different language. They have a different way they move. Yeah. I got to understand where their $5 they're making a day is going. Yeah. How am I going to connect to you and make you not see me for my skin color, but for who I am? Word. You know? And, and that was the hardest part. That was a year of studying. <laughs> and then from there, my first song was Dubung. And Dubung was in the middle of the politics. It was me speaking politically like... Guys, this is what's going on. And that's and when it was going crazy. That's when like the politics was hot. Like a lot of manifestations. Crazy like stuff, right? politics. Yeah. You know, and what happens is that there were eight political parties at the top. And and I remember I, I took a phrase and it was like, um, I took all eight political parties and made them and put them in a verse. No, wow. Because the political parties' names were L'Espoir, L'Union, L'Union. Beautiful et, names, man. Um, <laughs> like Lavalas, uh, Tête Calais. Yeah. There, there were so many different What year was this? So it's got to be like... 2016. Oh, oh, that was recent. September 2016. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I moved to Haiti December of 2015. 
okay. my first song released was October of 2016. Oh, snap. Wow. So, but during all that time, it was me like understanding, okay, so how am I going to, how am I going to get in? First of all, I needed to make a noise. That Yo. was my noise. Dumbung was my noise. It was Yo. like, that. who's this girl? Yeah, because I like, like I really wonder how was that perceived? Like you touching on and then you naming them. Like how, how, I guess how did your audience the, take it? And then how did the political world, the parties take it? Because, because did that like open you up now to like these two different, you know, Types of people knowing who you Just are. Got all eyes on me at that point. Yeah. I got the, the political people, the streets, everybody. I, like, I remember starting the verse. I'm like, on joue n'a comprenne que l'est arrivé. L'île est pour nous changer vieille mentalité, ça. Ça capre l'île timilat. You understand? Like, what little light skin girl is saying that? Yo. It's a reality. Mm. Everywhere I go, and they're like, ah, timilat. Get, get out of here. You don't know what you yeah. know about and, this. Right? <laughs> yeah. But being able to put that in a verse and like communicate it, like, guys, get out of this stupid mentality. Like, Yo. your your flag says, the union is your force. Mm -hmm. Get your heads together already. Like you're fighting for what? Yeah. Like you're they're making you guys fight each other. Word, word, right? Word for so, their own benefit. It's word. I think that's where that's where I mean God blessed me to be able to see that and find that space that was just like people need to be reminded of who they are. And yeah. that's what the whole album is about. It's just about spiritually, culturally, mentally, visually, um, what the world sees and what we see introspectively. Where's your energy coming from? Is yeah. it really coming from that negative space they want it to come from? Or are you going to tap into something better and make a change? Yeah, I think that's a good time Segway. to like transition right, yes, right, right, right into, into the it. album. Right. So we <laughs> this started. Is Mark's favorite part. <laughs> yeah. nah. Mark's so like, when can we start I got to tell you, album? man, I've been, I've been on this album. I've been listening to this album. When it came out, Thank you, you were snapping. Nah, for real. Like, you know, don't, don't, do, don't, don't act like that. Like, I didn't listen to the album. I ain't say you didn't listen and to the no, album. No. So here's I, the thing. I listened to the album, too, and all the beats was popping, and I was dancing and shaking my head. I don't know what you were saying most of the time. Like, the, the only ones I like, I know your hooks. Like, I, I mean, that's the what, best part, right? The hooks yeah. is what I know. So I'm like, I understood what, what you were saying, the hooks, but the rest, I was like, but, okay, I can, I can get with this. <laughs> you know, and it, it took me a long time to get into rap Creole, trap Creole. You know, I was like, ah, they kind of pretending. I, I don't, I ain't feeling it. But you, you know, did, it's not. You know, it's like now. It's like in the last two, three years, I see the evolution. And then when she came out with this one, I was like, yo, this chick is snapping for real. She's snapping like somebody in the hood <laughs> around the corner from me right now. It's not like a Haitian thing anymore. Like, and I played it for my homeboys that I used to rap it when I was in high school. And I'm like, yo, listen to this. And he's like, yo, kid. This girl, I was like, you see that? You know what I'm saying? I was saying, I, I ain't going to curse <laughs> on this you. thing. Respect. But Thank for you. real. But so, yeah. So when I'm getting into the album, we talk, you talked about energy and the name. And, you know, that's what you're trying to come out with. You know, like, talk, talk to us about what, it, what, what this whole album means to you in, like, a synopsis way. Like, what is it? What is energy? What, why you come out with that name? And, and, and what does it mean to you? Okay. So first off, like, I'm a really spiritual person, yeah. you know, and it. I can't say that I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to church every day, but I have a really great relationship with God. Okay. And I think that moving to Haiti and seeing so much like the despair and the pain mm. and like coming from a place where I'm like, hip hop is about money and, and sex and drugs. And yeah. I'm going to a country where they don't have money. <laughs> yeah, they have sex, but it's sex. not for the reasons why they have it here. And, nah. and the drugs just, it's not like that in Haiti. They don't yeah. even have money to eat. So Word. what's drugs? So being able to, to come from that perspective and go to Haiti, I realized that, man, how am I going to take spirituality and what I believe and make it cool enough that mm. the kids are going to listen and that the kids are not going to resent it? Like, mm. I want the grandmas, the mom, and the kid to be able to jam to my album in the car. Yeah. How am I going to do that? And 
I think that's where energy came from. It was just me trying to literally 19 songs and each song hits a topic that is taboo, completely taboo for a woman to speak about and, yeah. and still ties, <laughs> finds a way to tie in God. You understand? Or right. like the reality of it in each and every record on the song. So that yeah. was my goal with yeah. energy. Yeah, I see like in the album, you kind of like start breaking barriers of like a woman's role and a typical Haitian woman's role. Like this is what a typical, we, we all know what a typical Haitian woman is expected to be. But it's kind of like you trying to take jabs at it a lot in terms of, you know, <laughs> fidelity, whether it's the role in the home, whether how she is with her man or whatever it is. Like you, you, you taking jabs at it. Do you feel like that's, that's liberate, like a, a way to liberate the Haitian woman? Do you feel like the traditional roles are kind of binding? Like how do you, how do you feel in that, in, in the way you attack the album on those subjects in particular and, and how it's going to affect moving forward? And I feel like a Haitian woman is like the pillar of of the home in Haiti. As I damn right, especially Potomita. Yeah, I learned that word recently, so I use that a lot. You gotta yeah, put, it, put it out. But Potomita société. So when you have and I, me coming from a family like I'm raised by a single mother, you know, yeah. and I've seen my mom's hustle, her fall. And, and get don't back you have up. more sisters? You have brothers? Yeah, I'm, I'm the eldest of seven. Well, Girl, uh, but I, don't, I normally only see you post your sisters. Do you have brothers? Well, too? The yeah, it's me. In line, then I have Vanessa, my sister, my brother, Christopher, and then Yana, the baby, and then my dad has two others, mm -hmm. and his wife is pregnant with another on the way. So, um, but I, I grew up around just me and my, these, my three other siblings, so the uh, three that come after me. And just being able to grow up and see what my mother had to do and how many times I had to be the oldest sibling and just step up to the plate and help yeah. her out, it's just that old way of thinking that a woman is just a housewife is dead. Like, we're in 2018 yeah. now. Every, it's, yeah. We're human, you know? Women yeah, are man, you're human. And it's, for me, it's, like I'm saying, taboo. All these taboo yeah. things that were, yeah. were, you know how it is in Haiti. You're yeah. not supposed yeah. to be, a woman shouldn't be speaking like that. Because nah. that's what I was going to ask you. Like, of course, I'm sure, like, your Haitian-American audience, because I've posted stuff about you before and the girls go crazy. <laughs> so it's like in Haiti, how are the women there perceiving it? Because I don't really, I, I mean, in Haiti, of course, you see women are in different roles. Like there's a lot of women in government and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I ever hear a lot of them on some like women empowerment like that, except for the ladies that did the march like last year. But mm -hmm. it's not like normal conversation. Yeah. Like, so how do the women... And like in Haiti, that I'm sure they feel like, are they vocal about it, you think? Or are they just like, Niska, you causing problems in my house? Because no. I was in Haiti recently, and one of my family members didn't have a cell phone. And I was like, you need to get a cell phone, because how am I going to WhatsApp you? And she told me the pastor said women are not supposed to have <gasps> cell phones or Ooh. WhatsApp because like they, they're going to use it for the wrong things. Mm -hmm. So I asked her, I said, do your pastor... Have, no, she told me her pastor said WhatsApp and cell phones were bad. I'm sorry, bad for women, but bad in general. So I said, does your pastor have a cell phone? She was like, yeah. yeah. D is he on WhatsApp? She's like, I think so. <laughs> so how do you even allow that to become like something that you believe in? Because in Haiti, you know, don't, it's, a, it's a country based on hope. Pastor is, is as close as God. Yo. You understand? It's like these people don't just connect to God like us millennials and others can. It's like mm -hmm. they need to go to a church or go to a voodoo ceremony or go somewhere to connect, right. you know? And th when that pastor is telling you, listen, if you don't do this, you're not going to heaven. Yeah. Trust me, when the only thing you have left to hope on is going to heaven after this hell of a life, like, they'll listen. So back to your question about me, um, I think the women embrace it because they all feel it mm -hmm. and 
they're afraid to voice it. Mm. And with me saying certain things like that, it's like it's become okay. Like the second verse of Ate where I'm like, Like what woman says that? Right. Like what? You think I'm gonna wait for you? You think I'm gonna wait for you to leave your wife? Right. Like because a lot of them is waiting. Don't do us like that. No, a lot of women is waiting. They're waiting in vain. It's true. A lot are waiting. For real. A phrase like that from an artist you love may just be that phrase that makes you say, "How about me? Like, yeah. what's my value? I need, I need to be happy. You know, which is what's important." Yeah. And even speaking on the women empowerment thing, you know, I gotta ask this. We we're just talking about, you know, Cardi B and hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, earlier, women and women in hip hop. I don't want to say women in. Well, I guess yeah, like rap Creole women artists. I guess. How are you guys with each other? Like, is mm. it the same kind of tension? Like, do the do the audience you know peg y'all against each other like they do here like the Nicki and Cardi thing I know you've done songs with Ruchel I mean I I embrace so many women through my in my album you yeah. understand and yeah. I made it a point to invite all of them on my album mm-hmm. um you'll see the ones that responded ended up on my album mm-hmm. the ah, other ones okay. that didn't respond didn't and I'm not gonna throw shade on anybody it's just you know sometimes you have the factor of scared to lose your shine you know what i mean and for me there's always space for everybody to shine so if an artist feels like you can't collaborate maybe we're just not on the same wavelength now you understand but i made sure with this album that i invited everybody you know yeah all the hip-hop artists girls that i respect yeah because i don't hear of any like beef or anything between the female artists no i beef. feel like all you guys just do do your thing everybody yeah, just yeah. working There's and no they're beef. trying to do what they got to do yeah but beef is not a, a bad thing i'm not saying like if it's a rap beef for real and they, they going at each other lyrically i think it could but be women it could how be often is rap beef in the rap creole world anyway right. most recently we had a like yeah. rap beef but i feel like that was new right right but you know i'm back on it so don't y'all check me no, you used to have when back in the flag days. You used to have BC versus Wakfam. Used to yeah. have these beefs happening, but between women, honestly, yeah. I think women are too smart to beef. Yeah. yeah, I think we have our egos in check, so we're just like, man, yeah. I don't fuck with her. I'm just gonna leave her there. Yeah, whatever. I don't need that energy, like they would say. Yeah, right? I feel like ours. Keep doing that word out there. Ours goes That's worse. <laughs> men, men are more like ah. Let me write a verse against him, man. And but here's the go. thing, though: when men beef, they can beef, and then next, you know, they squash it in a month, and then yeah. go have drinks. Women beef, I feel like even when you're ready to get back together or connect, the, I don't yeah, think the, so audience, much, the so world's not going to let it's you. It's too real. It's, yeah. It's too real. I, I love to see a, a, a hip-hop female beef that's just all on wax. I ain't calling that. Skills and lyrics. I ain't calling I was, that. I like to say that's just me. No, nah, I, I think I we need that. to get, I, I think we need to start hearing more of our artists being played as much as the men. Word. I think we need to focus on that not before for sure. we go I agree. that for sure. world. For yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> I agree. But beef for women is not something that, that interests me at all. Cool, cool, bet. But you were talking, so you were talking about uh, spirituality, and you were talking about the connection to God with the woman, and how that's so so critical on this album cover. There's a lot of lot of stuff going on in this album cover that I picked up because I took the time, you know, years ago to start getting into certain some the imagery around our culture and spirituality. So right right now, what I'm seeing, what I what I noticed. On this album cover, is you got the Vevez uh, or the Vevez all around <laughs> your neck? I mean, but, but you got uh, uh, Aiza around your neck right here, right? You got um, is that like is that what? Ogun on your forehead? No, that's La Sirena. Oh, that's I La did Sirena. his research. That's La Sirena. Yeah, okay, okay, like, and that's leg bar on your on, on your mouth. lips on your on my mouth. mouth. What does that mean? Why does why why are those there? Like okay, that? so because I know I make it clear from the beginning that I'm not a practitioner of voodoo at all. All right, but 
I do embrace my culture. And yeah. being a Haitian means that voodoo is in everything we do. That means it's in the energy of the air in Haiti. It's in the food. It's in the art. It's in everything, you know? And I think that coming from a culture in, like, well, a country like Haiti where people are so based on religion yeah. and it's two extremes. You have the Christians and you have the voodoos and they both interlock because after yeah. church, they go do their voodoo ceremony and the right. ones after voodoo go to church. Right. So Wait, if, what? Yeah, yeah so it's like one right and before, the same in Haiti. Mm-hmm. Like, You're right saints. The whatchamacallit, the, the going to Soto or whatever, they go to church first. Yeah, it's it's the same yeah. thing. Don't forget, when the slaves... Wait, what? <laughs> the yeah, nation, yeah. Wait, the Christians do what? Yeah, just Let me like try and explain it to you in, in a way so that the fans don't yeah, go crazy I'm like, on there. Yeah, because I'm like, my mom might hear this too, and my mom might be like, Saniskadzila. It's not all of them, you know what I mean? It's it's a lot of them. So it's like, don't forget when, let's go back to the slave and colonial days where the state, they all came with that Christian religion, right? The, the, the colonels and everybody, they came in with the different saints and everything the right. saints represent. Right. And then you have the Africans and the Tainos that believed in the tribal, right. which is not... Um, one God, it's multiple gods right. that connect to that one God, right? right, right. So when th- that happened, they weren't allowed to practice their religion. So what happens is they took the saints from the church and made them represent each one of the veves, each one of the lois. Right. So for example, you have like Saint Catherine, or like in my, I say it in Veve Local, I break that down, the different saints, yeah, and that was Saint crazy. Paul, Saint Peter, and that they was all crazy. represent a, a voodoo deity or a tribal deity. So what now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to your album cover. Yeah. So the the album cover, I put three lo- three veves on there, and we completely changed the veves so they're not exactly the veves. So right. It's not like channeling right. anything. Right. By the way, it was wait, designed so by. Wait, if it Laura. was wait, so you're saying like if it was the real one, it would be channeling something. So every time you use it, you're actually channeling. I mean, if we use the actual, si- you, yeah. you draw a veve on the floor when you're calling the spirit. Right. You understand? Oh. And it has an amount of stars on there. It has an amount of lines. It's exactly drawn the way that spirit wants it. You understand? Oh. So whenever we, I use the artistic visual right. of it. Right, but she ain't go so I deep as to actually exactly. put it on there. Yeah. Kind of out of respect to right? Yeah, and you'll yeah. see that none of them have stars. None of the veves on my face. And in in, in voodoo, the, the power of the loi you're drawing on the floor is, has to do with the stars you put oh, on it. So snap. none of these oh, have stars snap. on it. So you made Ooh. this decision for that... Not worried about losing Christian followers or how Christian. She wanted to break. The, she wanted to like, do. Oh, she wanted to like, do that. How, on how did you make that? Because that's a risk, right? I mean, my biggest hit on the album was called Veve Local, and in Bang. this song, I don't speak about being a practitioner. I speak about being a nature girl. So, like, I speak like being ch- channeling Mother Nature, mm. you know, and breaking down what Haitian culture is. Yeah. So through that. Um, an album called Energy, and I know I'm making this album for Haitian people. Yo. How am I going to communicate to Haitian people what spirituality is to me? Right. I got to do it like it looks like to them. Right. So I picked out of I've studied voodoo inside and out before I even entered this world. Yo. Um, I don't believe that I need to go through any deities to reach my God. So did you? But, okay. Did you practice something else prior to? But you made the decision if I'm going to do this, I need to be into voodoo. Or no, I just I just me and God, man, light. Yeah. yeah. Like pure, like I just connect to light. And it's, don't get me wrong, when I made this decision to start researching this and getting into this, to communicate with a people that only believes in this, Yo. my mom and a lot of people were like, Niska, like, no, what right. are you doing? That's what I'm saying. And don't do that. And that's, and that's part of the energy you was talking about before. You saying, look, 
I'm going to do some things that's going to stir up some feathers. I'm going to sit up here and have this album and have these taboo subjects hit. This is stuff that people don't talk about. I hate it. People are very scared. Talk about a vivid, yeah. talking about Aizo. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy. But I can I, easily say before this album, people never mention Vevez or Voodoo in music. Yo. Because it's, 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 it's a touchy subject. They be getting at us online when we post things on Asian American. Let me tell you something. Like, <laughs> I remember when in. we first started doing the Haitian American and Mark, you know, Mark is one of the people that posts on the Haitian American as well. And it was the celebration of something. And Mark was like, Wandy, we need to post this today. And I was like, oh, let me read it. And I read it, and I was like, oh, no, we can't post this, Mark. <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean we can't post this? He was like, if you, if we're going to talk about the Haitian culture, like, it can't just be about what we believe in, and we got to talk about that, too, because it's part of the culture. And I'm not going to lie, it took me about a yeah, year. we had some conversations. We, we had, had some, some conversations. conversations. <laughs> it took me some time, and I was like, you know, I got to the point where I was like, okay, well, you know, Posting it doesn't mean like that's what I practice or whatever. You're gonna talk about the culture. You got to talk about the culture. It's it can't real. just be about your yeah. personal feelings on a certain topic. So that's that's kind of like the phase I'm in now. So even when I see it and I see you guys talking about it, and yeah. I think that's one of the other questions like Mark had about the fact that it's so vocal now in Yo. music. Yeah, that, you know, Trouble Boy did a song talking yeah. about yeah, going. Like I, I might like yeah. I might. But that's know? different. Like I want us to draw that line. Trouble Boy did a song about saying I'm going home to my hometown to, to deal do with voodoo you. on you. To deal with your ass. Right, which is how, which <laughs> I don't, is how we I don't think about it. This. Right? That's not how you feel about it. Ever, ever, okay. ever. Yeah. I never go do voodoo for you. I'm teaching you about Work. your about culture. Uh, exactly. Okay. You understand? Yo. Like I'm, I'm, I made sure that that line was bold. Word. And, and to, so, I want to answer your question about the these Because I'm, ex- I'm interested, like, why is it on the neck? Why is it on Does the mouth? Does that mean something? Yeah, yeah, yeah for it, sure. It means something to her. There's a reason why she put it there. I want to know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I definitely believe in the, the power of the Trinity. Yo. You understand? And um, you see I have a triangle on the back of it. And see, I thought that was a pyramid, but go ahead, keep going. I mean, pyramid, triangle, I'm it's the same it. thing. It's three points. It's, it's the three things. It's she the Father, on. the Son, and the Spirit. But at the end... Aiza around my neck. Aiza is the father of commerce and right. the woman of commerce. Yes. She's it's all about money, proc money and and making money. So when people go and serve Aiza, they're serving her to make more money. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, she's the marketplace. Yeah. Exactly what yep. it is. Legba, which is on my mouth, is the gatekeeper between the positive spiritual world and like once you die, you face Legba. Yeah. Legba allows you to know if you're going to heaven or if you're going back to earth hell Yo. you understand so it legba is the gatekeeper right so, so your mouth over is my mouth gate. is my mouth <laughs> is the gate and la sirene is I, I always think i'm a mermaid i'm a kid of the water i'm a child yeah. of the water and Yo. la sirene is, is the mermaid and, mm. and she and she the mermaid is she sings you know and she allures Yo. you and what does the mermaid teach you they say when the when la sirene gets you she's taking you to the depths of the water to teach you Yo. and then she spits you back out so you go and teach the world Bang. So having these three laws, I think where they're positioned on my face, the Yo. designer, which is Laura, Yo. she's here in the room, she right. designed it. And don't get me wrong, most of my team was against having Vevez on my face and, and breaking, being able to put them on my face. And nobody mentions the fact that I have tribal Taino stuff yeah, on my yeah, face yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was asking that too. I, was, I saw was the Vevez. So. I was asking, I wanted to know about all of that because I, I felt like, yo, there's no way she put all that stuff in there by chance. I know there's something in there and no, nobody's talking about it. We just, honestly, I wanted to create something that looked like Haiti and Taino and me That's at dope. the same time. And at the end of the day, for me, like I said, I'm not a practitioner of voodoo, but I appreciate my culture. And if this is the culture that made me, 
and these are my bloodlines, then I, I embrace it as much as I can without disrespecting my God. All right, cool. Okay, bam, okay. bam, bam. Okay. So in the story of this album being put together, right, we understand that you lost everything. You lost the whole freaking album <laughs> at one point. Yeah, she was telling and, me that in New York. You yeah, that? yeah, I remember she told me in New York, and I was like, you, you Yo. what now? Like, how does that even happen? So, yeah, you, man. so you had to, like, start from scratch and say, look, man, we First doing of all, it. when did you start recording the yeah. album that you lost? How long did it take for you to redo it? Damn, and what, how did you deal with that? I, I can't oh. find my cell phone, and I lose yeah, my take mind. Us the you know, so you know who's a body of work? Okay, so... God. Even talking about this gives me chills. So I started, like I told you, I moved to Haiti at the end of 2015. Um, spent the holidays in Haiti. Actually moved to Haiti and was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't even think I speak Creole well enough to do this stuff. Yeah. And I linked up with People Beat, which is my, my started off as my like right-hand producer. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I was like, listen, after studying Haiti for like a good two, three months, um, this, that's so that by this time we're in March, mm-hmm. I was like, if you want me to do this Creole album... We're going to have to do something different because these sounds that are out here, really, I don't like anything. Yo. And if I can't bring in the future to Haiti, because everybody's telling me, oh, no, Haiti's not ready for the sounds popping in yo, the States. Yo, yo. I was like, then we got to create a new sound. Yeah. And this new sound we're going to create, we're going to make it completely Latin mixed with every style of music. That means I, not okay, just Can somebody hip-hop. tell me what Latin music is? Tribal music. That means it's your Congos, it's your Cha-Chas. It's, it's what Haiti calls voodoo music, but every country has it. Every country that comes from Africa has it. Yo. It's the tribal, it's the earliest form of music from that tribe. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. So you mixed all that up with all, mixed, of the rabo, all the new sounds that's coming out. We did rabo does, die, like, we did compa racine, we did hip-hop racine, we did pop racine. We did, and on the album, I think we do every single genre mixed with racine. Yo. So that was that was how the project started. Mm. Um, first song, like I told you, recorded was Dubung, which came out that fall. Right. Um, I kept working, I kept working that whole year. Fall went by, dropped Pakonae in October, November. Which was dope. That was a hit. That, that was, was a banger. That was a mega hit. Um, <laughs> Then that continued. Then the following year, which was early 2017, I dropped Veve Lokal. It was mm. another banger. Really established myself as a as a hip hop artist in Haiti. Yeah. Kept going. May 2017, I dropped By Malenet, and then that was it. That was it. Then in May, I'd finished dropping By Malenet. Album was done. Like I'm like, one. guys, you ready to drop? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys, we dropping this album in August or on my birthday because my first mixtape came out on my birthday, September 27th. So how how does that work? And well, wait, let me. Let me t- oh, okay. Oh, my one, second, one second. One second. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how I lost. And then in August, um, I mean, not even August. It was at the end of May. By Malenet came out, and then. I was going to come to Miami to come mix the whole album at Circle House. I got oh. sponsored, the mix and the master. I was That's so happy. That's not cheap. That's not cheap shit. It was sponsored. Okay, and cheap. then the day I'm traveling, I connect the hard drive to make sure it's on there. And Ooh. the hard drive doesn't turn on. And I'm like, what? Did you cry? Not yet. <laughs> right. Like, she just realized my engineer might be wrong. looks at me and goes, thank God this happened before you left because you would have said it's me. Yo. <laughs> and I was like... I'm gonna, so I traveled with it, brought it to like three different places to recover. Everybody told me I couldn't recover. So it was the hard drive. Yeah, the hard drive fried, and our, we lost our backup the month before. How, how, Niska, how does that happen? How do you not have four or five backups? No, but now I got 10. <laughs> now I, I had to learn, right? I had to put, go through it. He threw it in the cloud too, I bet. And it's in the cloud now. But that happened, and I, that was actually, I may be off on the dates, but the week that you came to Haiti for the Jack Brewer trip yeah. is the week I lost it. 
But you were with us then. Because I came back. I came back from America. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Instead of going back to work, I was like, let me go take a break. And then mm. I went to Cite Soleil and yeah. joined you guys. Oh, wow. And then went on the trip. Because I was like, guys. yeah, you look like you were functioning. I probably would have been on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that. I, I don't let myself get... If something happens, it's because the universe made it happen. Mm. Yeah. You understand? There was something that was meant to happen better. And I'm not going to lie to you. My album now is 10 times That's better. That's what I was going to ask. Did so you, you re-record? Re-record the same everything. ones? Or you changed it up because like, maybe those weren't meant to be? I re-recorded three tracks and everything else is new. Dang. And Dang. everything, now we have, before I only did digital production, now we actually had live bands come in and record. So the sound even is, is more analog and bigger and, and it, it's more professional. And I learned so much. I Even the way I sounded in Creole, I would listen to the old version and the new one and my Creole was tighter. My flows were better. Yeah. So it happened for a reason and I'm glad. So we recorded, we re-recorded that album from June to the to December, so oh, six wow. months. Six months. We redid oh, the whole album. Yeah. Wow. Hey, so how does what? that work? Like in Haiti, are you you signed to a label? You're indie. Like how does that work? Like do you make your own decisions for your music? Is someone else? Like you know how it is here? Like do Sony, Atlantic everything? have to make decisions everything. and they I, pick your singles. Did you write your own lyrics that? on this album? Yeah, you should. You I got a lot of. I got a lot of help. Oh man! Okay, so you gonna tell these guys like, ghostwriters? Oh man! I ain't no ghostwriters on this. Come on, man! I knew it was official. I knew it was official. I just wanted her to say it. So they understand what's going on. Because I was going to ask about that, too. You know, like even here, I'm like, wait, are some of the rap Creole artists, do they write for the girls? Or no, y'all, you does write that, all your does stuff. That happen? You know, do you people write for people? Yeah, they do. A lot. Oh. But I can I tell know, you. I heard that recently, that the, the rap Creole artists do write for some people. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. But what I can say is that I surrounded myself by the dopest. And, like, I'm going to even say their names. I was surrounded by Isolin, Trouble Boy, um, Baki. Wendy even and all these guys that were surrounding me were just advising me nonstop. So I think the success of my career yeah. and everything that I do, even my lyrics. I mean, I'm the kind of person that finished making a song and I'll re-record that verse ten times. Yeah. Until like that verse is inside of me. You understand? Gotcha. And there's a lot of verses that I wrote and people would come to the studio and be like, That's just whack. This guy, that line right there, <laughs> that line right there, change it to this. So I can't take complete credit for all my music yeah. because a lot of the times people come in and shift so much, but yeah. for the better, yeah. that they're giving me words I didn't even know existed in Creole. Yeah, so yeah. To them it dudes, helps man. me a lot. So big up to the names that I just said. And and even my producers between Nice Beat and People Beat, like these, they always made sure my melodies were on point and that. And I and I'm not the kind that's gonna say yo I like it I'm not changing it it's yeah. hey what do you think what do yeah. you that's think majority yeah. vote rules so do you you guys have a I'm gonna ask about the and yes the I'm community. indie by the way. okay you're indie completely okay. indie it's now that my team is like really really tight and we started like the whole four three two movement but that's what I was gonna ask you about a team right because a lot of what I hear especially in Haitian music in Haiti normally it's just the artist doing everything or there's a label in Haiti that's doing everything because one of the things I don't normally hear about all the time is PR, like, you know, or like man, like people kind of doing their own, you could hit an artist up and say, I need you next week, how much, you, you don't have to go through anybody sometimes, so with you guys, like, do you have, you have the full package, you build in the package, or? Now, I think, I would say my album came out in December, I'd say by like November, maybe a month before my album came out, I really felt like, okay, I have a dope team, you know, mm-hmm. I, we don't have a manager, because we haven't found anybody that's better than us. Yeah. Yet, to be able to like handle what we do mm. and I'm and I am like praying to God that I find an excellent manager soon because I need it yeah. but I'd have to say my team my pretty much 
and I and I don't want to go through and say everybody's names, but the creative team and the sonic team and the people that are just helping me direct and produce videos. Our our, our design team is just no, your design team so is next sick. level. You no, know, sick. that our visual team is so dope that we're so strong there that we're now we're continuing to develop the other sides, you know, yeah. which yeah. come with a team. So I can't say four three two is the label right now. Yeah. It's actually four three two is paying homage to one of my best friends that I lost before I moved to Haiti, mm. which is a big reason why I moved to Haiti. Um, mm. Big up, Respect Fresh, if you know him. Um, mm. Keenan Joseph. And he always believed in 432 is the frequency of harmony in the universe. Oh, and it's, it's the ohm frequency. And I believe that as creatives, it's very difficult to find a team that has no ego and that can just create together. And like, yeah, I start man. a design and you finish it for me. And we're just cool with that, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. So that's what my team is really based on. And I, and I love them so much that none of them really knew Fresh. Mm. And for them to really come on board and give their whole hearts for no money yeah. and to just believe in the vision and where we're going, I think that's the success of my career so far. So we got my team. That's what's up. No, your really, team, as far as, like, I was really gonna th- as, far as branding and everything else, you guys are definitely yeah, you stick out, man. doing your thing. It's a different thing. So it's we talked. You got, we mentioned the last scene, Rap Creole. Let's talk about the HMI a word, little word. bit. So, so <laughs> Nisa, got, yo, I'm just so, going to come out and say it, man. In Port we got to talk about Compa if we have kids, artists here. With the kids. I mean, is Compa dead? Is it dying? I mean, I don't see Well, do you, you listen exci- to Compa? I used to a lot. Well, maybe. Okay. Yeah, no, you no, know, no, you no. got to start the questions uh, there, right, Marcus. Right. She just, she, okay, okay, okay. I used to a lot. So you I've, don't as much. You know, my problem with Copa, and it's gotten me in trouble before for voicing it, so I'm going to voice it. it a different way. It's just that I feel like the legends of Compa, I mean, it's Michel Martelly is like the, one of the initial pioneers of my career. You understand? Yo. Like He gave me that, you see that taboo, ballsy Yo. style yeah. I have? That's yeah. all Michel. And yeah. like, Looking to an idol like this and, and seeing what he's done to becoming the president of Haiti and, and everything he's done and everybody that was there around his time and before him, you know, no. from yeah. like La Difficile de Pétionville times right. to like to him, I feel like it's a repetitive kind mm. of sound right yeah. now. Yeah. Everybody kind of looks alike. Everybody kind of sounds alike. Said, and yeah. I'm just waiting for those compa artists that I love. Like, I don't want to say the new names, but <laughs> I just want them to just branch off and give me a, a new compa. Because yeah. I don't want to hear the same guitar riffs and the same breakdowns. Over I love Compa. And over I just want something new and, and refreshing again. to Compa. But what about the people that says that's the genre? Why? You know what I'm saying? Because I get that a lot. I, I say that. I sometimes say that, and they're like, "Well, if they change it, then that's not that's not it. It's not Compa. That's not the genre. You like it's you got to keep the traditional sound mm. of that. You know, genre. It's but, like what everybody would have said about hip hop before Drake came. Yo. That's true. Jake changed, re- completely changed the game of hip hop, and Yo. then after him, now we so rapping. many people changed the game. Migos Yo. changed. Everybody's changing it. Yo. So I don't think it's it's a look at. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I just heard a kid the other day redo some impossible song. That kid changed completely yeah. hip hop. You know who I'm talking mix. about? I, I don't know his name. Mark, you got the little dude, the dude went off. Bad, he went son. off, but he gave you like an R and B comp. I was like, whoa! It was real good. He was singing hard. He was singing hard. He redid. Uh, impossible song right. and it's amazing what he did so Word. honestly I just think that right now <laughs> I think that right now compa is the genre that I love I'm just a little bit bored of it and I think that I think a lot of compa fans can relate to that yeah. and we're just waiting on some innovation Cause, cause from compa I, what I see out of Port-au-Prince right now and I say Port-au-Prince particularly because you know I go, when I go to Haiti I go in, into Port-au-Prince and I go 
to the countryside. I see Port-au-Prince has got all kinds of sounds, like all kind of different stuff going on, and everybody's, you know. What's on, the new one that you were telling me it's about? Labo there you go, that one. Right, yeah. Labo Dai is yeah. hot. I had to keep on asking, like, what is that? What then is you got that? rap choreo. That's not that. Is that like trap music? You got no, no, no. It's like, man, I feel like it's Haitian dance hall for me. Ah, you feel me? It's like when you go, when you go down into the street, you go down into the hood. I said, my dumb papa. Oh, I know that one. My dumb papa. That's just it. Just makes you dance. It's innovative. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the rap Creole, you got the trap Creole, which is different too. And you kind of touch up on those on the on the album too. But it's just like all these different things going on. Afro beats being touched. It's like. All these different sounds make for a different eclectic kind of thing going on in Port-au-Prince. But when you go out in the country, it's still, you know, it's still very compa-based. Like, compa is very important. Yeah, compa is huge. You know, compa is I mean, I think compa is always going to be huge. Word. Like, for me, like, one of the things I've always said about compa, especially for someone that wasn't raised in it, and you're like, okay, let me look into this new style of music that, you know, it's my culture, I need to get in it. Then you're like, I'm kind of stuck in between, like, yeah, there's some that I really, really love because the message or the music. Then there's some that's like... You know, and then, and then you want sometimes music, you want your music to be able to transition into other places. Like, whether or not I know what you're saying, I want to be able to do, enjoy it. Like, you know how right. they get African music. and mm-hmm. I don't know what these people are saying, but but our music, I feel like the compa, for some reason, that's not happening. Right. It's not you know, as internet. You, 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 you think so? I, I believe. With the way that it's going? I mean, after seeing that young kid I just told you, I believe that. And I but believe- that's a new person that redid something. It wasn't the like the traditional compa artist that did do you think so the, that's what we're talking do you about think like because if bands, i can take a remix the jackals the t-vices the creolas do you think they're gonna change that sound themselves i mean i don't know but i hope <laughs> i really hope honestly like right. i would love to hear a compa rap creole yeah. mix like you know what i always talk about you know how you go to concerts and it's like an r&b artist and then boom here comes like this other artist that you didn't you know right. like we, we don't do a see a lot of that in hey tjo tjo i have to give him a lot of respect like he really doesn't give himself the boundary of of Papa. Like when mm. I see him live, he's singing everything and he covers records. And Tito's a legend. Like Tito doesn't need to be covering records, but he's expanding his horizons. You yeah, know, man. featuring with Baki. Like Baki's right. a that rapper. I would love Word. to see more Word. of that. Word. That's beautiful to me. Yeah, what, but no. you did a song with Alan Cave. I didn't want it Alan too. Yeah. I Coco love yeah. Alan. That's yeah. like my favorite track on the album. Shout out to Alan. You don't hear nothing else. Man, that Coco yeah, boy, that take you back because it's like the. Say Papu Dat. No, not Say Papu Dat. No, no, no. From Zen old school days. And then put some new, I don't know what kind of beats you put on that thing, man. But you were snapping on it. It was sexy. We, we had a Papu ah, feel to Come it. on, man. We put a, it was but something that's the thing. It's, it's just, you know, I think the, the a lot of the compa artists are just stuck to a formula. Yeah. And, and breaking a formula is the hardest yeah. thing mm-hmm. to do and yeah. to stick to the formula. So I think with time, it's just a matter of time before somebody or a band or somebody discovers that. Word. So like on this album, right, I saw that you did like, you start touching up on different different sounds, and but you kind of kept bringing it home. It kind of all sounded like one body of work. What I do see other artists doing, like Tony Mix, Jay Perry, and Rudy to be as examples, is they're just gonna they just go out there and do an Afrobeat song, and then they'll go back and do a compa song, and they do a Guyad song, and they like, and I feel like they're doing that specifically to bring up their their base, their fan base, they touch new crowd, yeah. new crowd, new yeah. crowd. They, this crowd gonna love me for this reason, that crowd gonna love me for that reason. Do you see yourself doing the same kind of thing, like trying to go out and? And really, like, preach the Niska gospel to every one of these crowds, these churches, right? Or do you want 
to focus on your sound, the, what you're trying to bring with this album, and, and make them love that, make that be the genre? Kind of I feel that the sound that I've created, which it, well, we've created, my producers and I, are it's such a unique sound, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's, it's such a sound that flows with my spirit Word. that my music coming from Niska will always have that lasting yeah. mixed with something. Yeah. But my featured songs, that means if you're an artist and you invite me to your world, yeah. I'll get on that world to get right. new fans. But I'm not going to get out of my lane yeah. to go and build a fan base. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't, You're not going to do not the gimmick style. stuff. I'm not going to yeah. go fake something yeah. that's not me. You know, mm-hmm. but I will jump on your record and bless that for you. So if you're a compa artist and you invite me to your song, I'll jump on it. But you're not going to find me in the studio making a compa beat. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like to respect my lane. It's something that I've learned and I've seen a lot of artists self-suicide themselves mm-hmm. by jumping everywhere. Yo. So I, I don't want that that's to happen to my to me at all or my career. Yo. And I hope a lot of artists watching this podcast get to really take that because that's <laughs> very important. Yeah. Like Stay when you find your, your sound... Play Stick your to your lane. Play your position. You know? Can't word. be an offensive football player playing defense. Word. It doesn't Facts. work. Word. Word. So, I mean, that's that's my lane. My lane is tribal music mixed with whatever we need to make All adult right. music. Bet and speaking of, your, um, speaking of your career, so if you had to compare compare the trajectory of your career to an American artist, like, who do you think that would be? Yeah, are you, I are guess you, at this phase right now. Missy! Like, Missy? Yeah. Oh, I can man. see that. I want Missy. Missy mixed with, like, uh, okay, I love Lauren Hill, but I can't hit her notes yeah. yet. <laughs> so that's why, but Lauren's subject matter, you yeah. see how deep she would go? Yeah. I feel like I can go that deep. I think Missy's fun and visual advance, like how advanced, like Missy's visuals yo. are still popping. Yo. You know? Like, yo. And that's from like a couple decades come on, ago. Yeah. Come on, man. So like, yeah. I, I saw thing. Missy the other day and had goosebumps. Like, right? I was like a little like, kid. Like, oh, yeah, you was at that show. I remember that show. Yeah. yeah. Most of and she's fun. I want to bring that kind of fun and, and visually advanced visuals. And I think that as far as that taboo-ness goes and doing weird stuff, I think Yo. that's where I'd bring M.I.A. in. Missy. So a mix between nice. M.I.A., Lauren, oh, wow. and... Is M.I.A. still making music? That's the thing. That's what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to make music and fall off and have a family and do what M.I.A. does and come out really? and make a hit. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> like, you're not trying to be like, who, who's been here forever? Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> I think, why would I compare myself to Beyonce? No, I'm we're talking about long term. Like, because you, you, you said you, you want to go, you want to fall back. Like, you don't want to be oh, like. No. When I meant fall back, I meant more like like what Jay Z does. Even Beyonce does. Oh, ah, okay, you okay. She You're not talking about like disappear. You want to oh? be able to disappear. You understand? She disappeared, had a kid, did her thing, and nah. she's going to come back on the on the run tour and kill it. Oh, yeah. no, I thought you were talking about like retiring. No, 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 no. Not like retiring. More like being able to. A sabbatical. Not being that artist that needs to be in your face 24 7 seven to stay relevant ah okay you know um i think that's what i would like to build in the future is being yeah she's that haitian queen and she's doing what she's doing for haiti and when she needs to go back home i'm gonna have to go back to haiti and give and give back and build you know haiti made me so i'm gonna have to speaking about being relevance right the haitian your whole album is in creole i mean you you kind of throw in but it's all Creole. Like, I know right now, people, if you've never heard they probably don't even realize you speak Creole. You, Completely. Complete Creole. <laughs> yeah, it's a 19-record right? album, all Creole. All Creole. So how do you think you're doing in the Haitian-American market? Or does it matter? Or is this like, I'm doing music in Creole. I'm going to do something to get y'all to jump on. I want y'all to jump on, realizing it's going to always be in Creole. Like, how... I think right now the team and I are at a point where we're deciding, all right, man, this Haitian album's doing so well. I'm getting booked 
everywhere that there's Haitian communities. Yo. Um, where they speak Creole, those Haitian communities. Want to see them in Miami. Get your game up. <laughs> Miami promoters, get your game. I want to see a show. A real one. <laughs> yeah, I agree Getting with you. I, that's actually the one city that I haven't been booked what? in Miami. It's, you make that's that happen, shocking man. for me. Don't make me but, call um, your name out. I know you <laughs> But I'd say that my next goal now is to get the, you see the diaspora, the Haitian diaspora and the whole Caribbean diaspora that yeah. don't necessarily go to the Caribbean all the time, but like to get them to understand, not understand the music, but start vibing with the brand. And then from there, just make some dope features with some great artists and then eventually release another project in English. Yeah. You know, I, I, we're figure. I haven't, I don't have dates or like the exact, 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 exact vibe that we're going for. But yeah. right now we're in the creating process and yeah, to yeah. really understand yeah, you how kinda, we're going to You, you kind of mentioned that in, in, in another interview that I heard, you know, I, I did my little research, you know, but like you kind of mentioned this, this crossover album. Like, is this, would this album be a, English album? Would yeah. you be doing stuff in a, a Spanish? Is it gonna I don't, be? I gonna be some different thing. A two disc album, one out. You gonna do it? What Tyrese did a hip hop and R and B? Oh yeah, the, oh, the <laughs> like half Creole, half English. <laughs> half English, half <laughs> I'm getting a lot of requests for a lot of these songs to be translated in English. And um, could you do? We're that? like, yeah, I can do it. But I don't think it's about the could. Does it make sense for your brand? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know if if that's the decision. We're honestly still in a creative process. So it's more like figuring out. Right now, my mission is to perform a lot, to master my craft more, and to get back to writing in English so I can create just singles. You know, we're in a single age now. I can't even think about another album. It's just I'm, I'm from a country where CD players and cassette players are still relevant. Wow. So that's why I had to create an album. But here in America, we're, we're like 50 years more advanced than Haiti. So yeah. it's like, what's, what are the singles going to be? Is it going to be an EP? Who's wow. the collaboration? So... Just, just, just getting it. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but just, just getting it popping out here and, and and being around the right people, you know, getting to the right to the right places and letting the right people hear what we've done and what we're gonna do. Word, word. So as far as like artists, like in general, is there a particular artist? I'm not an American market that you look to now. You're like, yo, this artist is doing it. Like, like I'm watching my brand. I'm watching this. Yeah, who's artist, in your like, Who's yeah, in your who, Spotify? Right. Who's in your iTunes? Which who, artist? Who, like, aside from well, you name the people that already helped you. So that's like, one thing. So we yeah. know who like your squad is or whatever. She's like, who's hot right now? Artist that you're like, yo, this artist right here in the Haitian market, you killing it. In the Haitian market? Yeah. Haitian and U.S. I want to hear who you who's who you well, popping well, right now. Well, both. I'm not going to go to the Haitian market. I'm oh, gonna come now on. We gotta now, get that. we got to get that. We want to know who's in the Haitian market like, you know, all that Nisca listen to like, right oh. now. Who would you say, look, I'm feeling this? And not, not, not just like in general, this is my favorite artist, but right now. But see, I'm today. not even talking about that. That's not no? my question. My oh, question is more on an artist that's like killing it. Okay. Like they're doing it in the sense of you're like, yo, this person right here, like, okay, you music, branding, PR, that are like, they Niska. just. <laughs> nah. okay. I, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I don't want to. That sounds really cocky. That's what my spirit wants nah, to answer. Nah, 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 nah. That's not cocky. I that's honestly, that's a rapper. That's I'm what rappers not, do. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I don't listen to Creole music that are new anymore. Honestly, like, mm. I feel I respect a lot of artists. Like I told you, I named some artists I respect and what they're doing. They have dope singles, but. Yo. If I'm saying like, damn, this person is inspiring me to do Creole music, man, yeah. I'm listening to the old legends. Like I'm listening uh. to music from my grandma's time, and and what was it that made it a hit back then that I could bring to the table now? Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. That, 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 um, 
that that um difficult pitch on video messing the other day. Boy, I listen to that today. The Vikings from back in the days. Like I can name Haitian bands that will be note before, like T Vice's dad. Like I listen to their sounds to really understand what is missing now. Because they were in like a lot of Haitian artists kind of lost not lost themselves, but we're so busy trying to make hits and trying to make dope hooks that you kind of lose what the originality is of the music. But so, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the message? Y'all just said we want Compa to change. Word. But now y'all saying y'all listen to the older artists. But, for, so right. what do you really... But, but what I'm t- I feel where she's coming from and I feel like what she's saying, you correct me if I'm wrong, but them dudes back then, they was innovating. And they were like, original. Roberto okay. Martino's sound was a, was a new thing. Like it was, yeah. it revolutionized the game. Ain't okay. nobody in Compa let's, right now let's, coming with a guitar, a new guitar. Like he came out with a new guitar in 75. Okay, I see what you, you know mean. what I'm saying? So okay. I think, Let's think about Carnival, right? Yeah. Carnival is the biggest moment in Haitian music, wow. right? Man, when we Let's talk get about a female it. Carnival truck, I wanted man. her to come when out with a Carnival this year. This I, didn't no, but I, I couldn't. I was so tired know, from finishing this album. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. Like, I was so sick. I was beat. Like, I was not I was sleeping three-hour nights what about to make next this album year? done in six, in six months. What about next year? And Carnival no, was come too on, early. Carnival, come on. Let her get to a Carnival I want to say something about Carnival, right? And I'm a fan of Carnival. Like, I love Carnival music. And I go back to when I'm growing up listening to King Posse, right? King Posse's Carnival, I don't think they ever once said, put your hands in the air. Yo. Okay? And now I'm listening to Carnival, and every single song says, put your hands in the Maybe air. Maybe they So, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's become a mon... Uh, how do you say? Monotonous? Yeah. It's very monotone, the right. vibe. And they're great vibes. Like, this year, I love Charlotte's Carnival and Woody Woodward's Carnival. was good, yeah. You know, but yeah. you have three main producers producing everybody's Carnival. Because oh, that everybody I didn't know that. Yeah, it yeah. was your boy Power Surge. You got Power uh, Surge, you got Maestro, Maestro, and then you have like that one other guy or like a one Maestro of the band that's doing it. So I feel like that that band originality dead. Yeah, they don't so do it like anymore. now. Everybody's the same. But uh, but but if 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 you were going to change it, right? Because I've been to Carnival and as a rookie of this world. Word. Everything sounds good to me because I'm, that's the You're whole... New. Yeah, I'm yeah. new, so it all sounds good. I just want to be out there having fun. So if you are going to change that or add to it, what does that look like? What are you guys talking about? She, she, what she's basically saying is like all these bands back in the day used to have their, their carnival sound. sound. Not only their sound as a band, but their own carnival sound. You so would you can hear, hear, you can hear, this is a, oh, that's a DC record from, yeah. from, now everything is, everything you hear from a carnival sound, Maestro. I love, yo, Maestro is one of the dopest producers out there. For real, for me, that's one of my favorites. But, it's a like, it's a little monotonous at this point, you feel me? It's so not even like, Maestro's fault, it's like, Imagine back in the day, our parents used to hear the first 10 seconds of a carnival and know the band. Now, yeah. you hear the first three minutes and you ask yourself, what's the band? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah because yeah, it sounds you like you're sound the same like, uh. mixing. And, and it's not Haiti's fault at the end of the day, which I learned living there. It's that it's a lack of resources. Yeah. It's that here you're in America and you need a, a new beat. I have 100,000 producers I can go right. to. In Haiti, it's not how many, many producers really have the latest sounds? Same thing with the videos. You know how much a deck of sounds <laughs> Oh, wait, but I thought a lot of these producers, some of them live here and they go back and forth. Oh, well, yeah. But it's like, it's still not enough. It's still not a lot. It's not a huge but variety. I will tell I'm, 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 I'm not going to say the producer's name, but I will tell you like a, a little experience I had like, you know, a while back with a, you know, this Haitian-American producer that's here in the yeah. U.S. He wanted, like I posted an artist's song and like all of these producers and these different people, like you have all these 
people in the um, American market here, they really watch what we post. I'm thankful Yo. and blessed to say, like, we really have some heavy hitters following Big us. Up in your you know? Yo. <laughs> but we, I see it sometimes. I get the DMs and I get the stuff and they're like, who is this? Like, da da da. And they'll tell me to send this person or send me more from this. Like, people don't even like the Trouble Boy thing the other day. I had mad producers and just people in the music industry. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, fine. for the fact that these other people in the American market was like, Wanda, who's this kid? Send this to me. That Like, things like yeah, that. Like, they're yeah. listening to it. So they are listening to you guys, yeah. whether or not maybe you hear from them. And one actually, you know, took the leap. He was like, listen, I want to work with, you know, this artist. And I want to try to do this. And then from trying, from the interest to trying to make this stuff work, it was the experience he said he had was like so bad that mm. he was like, you know what? As much as I would love to bring this person to LA and do music, he's like, it's not even worth it for me for what came with it. Yeah, because the, don't the, a lot of these people, a lot of the people in the HMI, um, don't really know what, like, don't know really know what. Okay, I, I have to be very put it out there. Don't be but afraid. It's, it's not it about out. being afraid. It's just, I don't want to step on anybody's toes or Yo. disrespect because it's such a sensitive thing when you've never been there. Mm. You understand? We're coming from an industry where you're working with the biggest professionals in the game. You know how it goes. You know what a writer is. You know what these things go. In Haiti, these guys are making their own rules. Like, mm. they don't know what the protocol is. Yo. You understand? So, for example, you reach out to me. I may not have a manager, but I know exactly how to respond to you. And my team knows how to delegate and respond respectfully and get things done on time. You called me for an interview at 4 p.m. We're here at 348. He definitely you understand? was. Like, she was early. Haitians was don't work like that because they don't understand. <laughs> that these little yeah. things matter yeah so like i don't think it's their fault i think it's that it's a lack of resources and a lack of knowledge they ha i was blessed to be able to live in america and work with great producers and live in new york and be yeah. seek like see how Khaled works see how these big boys work and be like damn i want my team to be like this yeah, yeah. They, i don't think a lot of them ever had anybody to say i wanted my team to be like that yeah. You know, and that's a big reason why the HMI is where the HMI is. Yeah. So even with the experience, I like I love that you kind of explain that experience. Cause that that's true. I'm like honestly, I didn't even think about that. That's that's really true. And you're talking about from being the type of you know artist that's Americanized, right? But as a woman, what is your world like being in the industry as a woman? Like we already know we hear the you know what the women in music here go through. So is it harder being a female Haitian artist? I don't say harder because. I don't want to compare, but what does that look like? I think it's hard all over the world, yeah. honestly. I think it's just, it's it's a barrier, but nothing's impossible. You know, like, I mean, where, where it can be difficult for me, it also, I also have a lot of pros that men don't have. You understand? I could find producers that are going to help me produce a beat for free, where a man won't necessarily be able to produce another beat for another man rapper for free, you know? Just because I'm pretty and I'm nice. You know, so right. as much so you as there's use cons, them, you use that that as an advantage too, for your work. You know? I just yeah. gotta say thank you to God that I'm blessed to keep making music. Like, um, the the obstacles are always gonna come. You're always gonna have that person that's endorsing you that wants to sleep with you. You're always gonna have that that even a producer that wants to, that wants to hook up with you because he likes you or he falls mm -hmm. in love with your talent. You're always gonna have that, but you gotta see the other side too. Like, yeah. if you weren't a woman and pretty and talented. Like, would you have all the opportunities that you got for free? Yeah. 
Yeah, and Haitian you know, dudes so, all think they could pull anything. Every Haitian dude think they just they just move. Oh, men period, <laughs> no. men period. Because the they same thing a, with the American market. Like these women go through a lot of things, you know, just trying to get their music out. And some and some of them give up because they get tired of you know like going through some of these things. So as far as booking and stuff goes, because I see like a lot of bookings in Haiti. I'm starting to see you on some of them a little bit more. Do you struggle to get booked because you're a female artist? Like, is it because? It's normally the men's show. Men yeah. artists, men, 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 yeah. like the rap shows are guys, guys, guys. I'm starting to see you a little bit more, but did you have to fight for that? Or Haiti is like the industry now is being more open to where they're including women. I'm expensive. And I've been expensive Bang. since Hit before em. I had you heard hit. That? Yeah, up. hit no, up. But it's it's honest. Like I wasn't getting booked a lot because of my price and I wouldn't budge, you know, because I knew what my value was. I knew that like Listen, like I love my music and I love what I do. And if you're gonna pay this artist this much, I'm not asking you for ten racks. I'm I'm asking you for a basic price. Just cause yeah. my competition or the next person is is charging three hundred five hundred dollars for a show, that doesn't mean I'm going to. Ooh, you understand? Yeah, I heard that recently had a heart attack. And, I was but let like, me tell you, real, three five hundred dollars. Putting your real. foot down from the beginning and saying no, 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 no. Develops respect. Now. I think they'll pay anything to have me there because I think I've proven myself. And now you're seeing me book more because now they're like, damn, if we don't pay, she's not going to play. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. now I'm, I'm going to play and now my team is building like big up whiskey chick now that's going to be DJing with me. Yes, whiskey female chick. DJ. Make sure you're a female DJ. Man, yeah, just, like, that's a bad like DJ. That's just, that's just a bad DJ, man. She just be going <laughs> no, off, whiskey man. is Respect. lit. She's lit. For yeah. Real, for real. <laughs> she's lit. So it's, it's going to be dope. And I think now that I'm people... I'm excited about seeing that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> So I think people now like are understanding like okay like we we don't want to just we can't just play around with her like maybe she has a future bigger than Haiti you know and I think that's it's I suffered a lot I played a, I I had to play a lot a lot of free gigs that I didn't want to play in the right platforms to do favors so that people can see that like what I can because I can't just charge that and they don't see what I can do right that's so awesome. there were some scenes like I had to make that sacrifice and be like man I'm gonna do this one for free yeah like yeah. even if you wanted to give me five hundred I said I don't want the money. Yeah. I didn't take the money yeah. and I performed for free. So the fans and the promoters could see what I do. And in the future, they'd really book me for my price, you know? Yeah. I've, I've had, I had somebody recently said that you're just using Haiti to really come into the American market. Like, oh, okay, she's just kind of messing with us right now. Man, I and think then, my fans will curse that person out, man. I'm right. like, <laughs> tell yeah, I'm like, I'm like, with all this Creole and everything else, I'm like, you really think? Like, nah, that's man. why I can't even a- ask you some of the questions because I, I wanted you to answer for people to hear it. Like, because there are different rumors and statements and things I've heard when it comes to you and your music. And some of the questions I asked was like, I wanted you to answer, you know, to some of those. And and from your interview, people can obviously tell, no, she's proud of this. Like, this is not, I'm not just yeah, trying to like, take a and check and leave. The cosmic karma I would get for using a country like that and well, dipping off <laughs> would, would be horrible. Like, the poorest country on the Western Hemisphere for me to just use it. No. Let me be very clear, though. Did I utilize my country and make sure I went to Haiti and build a fan base? Yes, mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah. Am I going to give 100% return to my country once my country gets me to where I'm going? Yes. Mm-hmm. Will I remember Haiti everywhere I go and make sure the world sees a new light on Haiti and doesn't just see Haiti as that voodoo country? Yes. Yes, like it's right. part of my mission to change the way Haiti is seen. Yeah. So, yeah, 
thank you to all my fans in Haiti that helped me become the artist I am. But wow. I could never use Haiti and then just dip on Haiti. Like I love it. My I love life it. is Haiti. Yeah. I love it. God, my so, girls so are making yeah. me so proud. For sure, for sure, for sure. So, you Mark, know what I'm Mark is itching to ask this you personal know, this, question. We got to get into the personal section, man, because the guys want to know. The fellas want to know. Everybody looking at the Listen, man, we look at the videos. We all thinking the same thing, man. Yes, What's... I'm dating you, Mark. I'll date no, you, Mark. Man. It's okay, Mark. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Whatever you want. My wife crazy. We don't want to do that. Yeah, like oh, it's Ooh, all right. It's all right. Yeah, she's joking. I'm joking. That's a joke. Word, I'm so word, sorry, word, Mark's wife. Word, word. <laughs> but check me out though. So we, but we all look at the videos. So you know, it's a beautiful girl. You know, what I'm saying very sexual videos, sexy. We see them. You know what I'm saying? Is there some... I mean, first of all, it's a lot of rumors floating around. People saying... But every Basically, every dude you talked about, you collabed with. You know what I'm saying? There was a rumor out there about him, right? Typical. But that's typical. typical. That's typical stuff. I mean, you know... Typical when it comes to women in music. Now, unfortunately, a guy can make songs with anybody. But as soon as a, women colla- a woman collaborate with a certain guy, okay, she's you're right. You're right. You're right. That automatically, she's... Mm. But, I mean, the guy's just... It, for real, as a, from a guy's perspective, they just want to know, like, what's what's going on? Like, who's who? You know, who who's the guy? Like, what's who? who what, who's is, hitting that? Is, is that, that somebody, the question? Is, is somebody trying smashing? to be PC? Is somebody smashing, or or is 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 there somebody in your life right now? You Are know? you in love? What's, what's Are up? you is hiding? It a love is it a you know? I got I got I got a little boo thing in this city. We kind of chill sometimes. Is Mark, it, she gets the question. I, I just. <laughs> Well, I'm just being clear. I'm clarifying. What's up? What's the real deal? I mean, I honestly don't like to talk about my personal life, but I- I'm going to voice my the reality of it here is Yo. that I'm so caught in my career Yo. that I have absolutely no, I don't want to say no time because I want it and I would create time if I found it, yeah. but I have no time for like the games. So I want something serious or nothing. You know what I mean? And right now in my life, I I can't say I have something serious. Mm. I say I've had quite a few little flings that I don't necessarily broadcast. But um, I the right one hasn't come along yet, and I'm I'm waiting for it. And And honestly, I've been with people that. It's very difficult to understand how a female has in in a in a hip hop industry has to live. Like. I'm in the studio till 3, 4 in the morning surrounded they're by like, men. Yo, and, like, yo, where you, you at? Know? Who you with? What guy is going to allow his, his girlfriend or his wife to... Mm-hmm. to for, first of all, he's got to be really confident. Yeah. Second of all, he either got to be in the industry and understand how it goes or really be open to learning is how it goes. Is he a Haitian man? You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, dudes will take some L's. If, if it's worth it, they're going to take some... They'll I be know. like, look, man. I don't know right. too many. That's just, good, Mark. You just, know, speak up the men. I don't know too many, though. No, yeah. I mean, we... Guys want things a certain way. I've had way. so many guys give me an ultimatum. You I understand? Mean, you see? After a while, I'm just like, man, I don't even need this right now. Yeah. Like, so, and that's when they get comfortable. You feel me? They want to hold it. No, it's, it it's, it's, it's more like they want attention that yeah. I don't have time to give sometimes. And it hurts. Yeah, sometimes not even attention. What about them being able to stand next to you as you grow? Yeah. How's, you know? It's like, babe, the you camera's go, going on. You can't stand next to me. Right. right. Like, this like, red carpet, ooh, I need you to stand on I the might other lose side. Yeah. 500,000 guy fans if they know I have a man. Like, yo, you understand? Yeah. Yo, yo. So, it's, yo. it hurts. But yeah. at the same time, it's a sacrifice that I'm making, hopefully, in the future to meet my partner that will be, will be together for life. Yo. You so know. the dudes want dudes want to know like all right so there's nobody Mark's right speaking now speaking for the dudes. This, hey man, can I speak for the dudes? <laughs> Yo, they want to know like okay, so you're not with nobody right now. You know, I mean, 
who, who who's what's the kind of guy like the kind of guy are you more of a Ezo or a MACD? Why you gotta I'm, use the name? Why you gotta no, no, no. Describe so people understand. So people understand. Because <laughs> listen, Haitian women typically, from what my experience is, they like pretty boys. You feel me? Haitian Who women, said that? That's what I see. That's what Ooh, I see. Who said that? Is, is, is it more of a pretty boy? Keep what you do, sir. Or a dude? I don't like no pretty boys, Mark. True? All right. That well, ain't true. I'm be real with you. They say women like people that are like their fathers and my father's I don't believe that either I'm I'm, I like a man that can stand his own ground good looking would help (laughs) it it always helps Um, somebody smart somebody I can learn from somebody that can connect with on a spiritual level somebody that I don't need to explain everything and gets me I'm a complicated woman so I'm very yeah. aware, and yo, God bless my team and everybody that has to be with me all the time. That <laughs> I puts was up with my one crap. Day Niska, and I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. What did you see when that that one day? No, she's was she's a whole different person when she's working. Like, so like real her serious. mind, she's real, like serious. Like she knows what she wants. Like you're trying to say, Niska, you really want this? No, I want this. Like she's really focused. She knows what yeah. she wants. She's yeah. not really compromising too much. And if she compromises, you gotta make sense. Twenty four hours I was with Niska, I was like, oh, she's not playing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like no. <laughs> Being around women that you really doing things, like even you wanna like I feel like a woman needs to be able to that was a tough the woman that's not hours. Yeah, that was a tough twenty four. The woman that's not afraid to be like, yo, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, not of trying to be friendly all the damn time. When a woman is willing to be like, yo, that's not what's gonna fly. You know what I'm saying? That's what kinda makes things happen. That's what make makes things move. I think women are afraid to do that. No, reason, I think that sounds really someone, good, but then a lot of women, when they go and do it, you don't get that. And then you yeah. talking about the music industry, like that. I don't, it's yeah, not. It's gonna be a backlash. I've heard some of the stories. My grown ass, but, but you know what? You gotta have humble people around you too. So maybe the average dude is not the kind of dude that's gonna be on your team. You feel me? Well, she just called the kind of dude she wants. I hope you're you since you were so speaking you gotta for be the able fellas. To, you need they a, took notes. You need a strap. You need to be enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritually, you need to be enlightened. And, and understand it. You know, it, it's and difficult. And I can imagine, like, being a woman dating a guy superstar and having to see these female fans, like, I love you. I'd have sex with you any moment. Like, yeah. it's crazy to listen to <laughs> yeah. and for you to look there and not get upset at him. Like, it's, it's, you can, it's <laughs> yeah. not his fault. You get he me? He is so, caught up in the moment. Now, picture being the guy and having a wife. having no wife. Male groupies, though. Hold up. Let's yeah, talk do about you have that male groupies? I got guys and girl groupies. How, like, they, how they come? What's the, what's the approach? How, do, how a male groupie? Because I know how women. Groupies do, do it typically, but male groupies. I'm Yo, talking it's about. It's the same. Come on, I gotta hear this one. It's the same. Do they throw guys. boxer draws on stage. I mean, what, <laughs> what's, what, how, how does how is it done? How is it done? I'm, no. I'm curious. I want to know. No, the guy groupie more has to be the man. So he's like. Like just like staring at you, like imagining, because he's they, you know they're very like well, that's creepy, and they're mad. And then afterwards, they're like, "Can't take a picture with you, man." This I love you, man. I love, I love, and it, it's it's so overwhelming, so much love coming from them. That it's just like, you can't handle it. Even me, he's like, "I need a picture with you. Can't can't give you a kiss. Can't give you a kiss. Can't give you a kiss." Like it's just so God, <laughs> it's really God, cute, God. you know. And Relax. like, I'm so thankful for my fans, Relax. and like to to be able to say like I have people that really are moved by my music or by my look or by the way I am and just support so much you know what I mean so fast like yeah. I remember literally guys a year ago I had 30,000 followers you know yeah. not even 12 months ago so to see it, it happen and, and the way the momentum's been going and being able to gain a thousand followers every two days that's incredible that's dope so man guy groupie girl groupie whatever it is if it, if you don't have those you don't have fans Word. 
you know, and those are my core. So God bless them. Well, I we love you. We love you. And we I love hope, you. you know, I've had people like we post you and people are like, well, who is she? We want to know more. You. you know what I'm saying? So I hope this also opened up like more people to, you know, to get to I know you so a little too. bit better. Right. Like tell people again, what's the name of the album where they yes. can find it. Right. And the album is name is Energy. And my name is Niska, N-I-S-K-A on all social platforms. Um, Energy is available everywhere. Apple Music, Tidal. Spotify, Pandora, mm-hmm. Amazon. You just type energy in Google. And it's or dope. It's you can fire. visit my website, Niska Garut, N-I-S-K-A-G-A-R-O-U-T-E.com. Um, designed by the most amazing illustrator on the team. Well, one of them before the others <laughs> get jealous. I love Laura Liria. She's amazing. Um, you guys probably, if you follow me, probably see her everywhere with me. She'll probably end up being my future manager. But right now, <laughs> she's like the person on the team that really got my back a thousand percent and is with me all the time. So, um, yeah. So you, and you're here now. Album? So you're here, you, you, you've been in Haiti a lot, but you're here in the States now. So any new shows coming up Well, Miami, you already told Miami, they need to start booking Step you. That's the game. So up, any Next new shows weekend? coming up or anything like any upcoming shows period in any of the cities? Yeah, where, like where you going to be? Yeah. I'll be, well, I could tell you Brooklyn, I'm coming on wow. like Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll be at the, wow. it's Brooklyn Fashion Week. So I'll be introducing Beat It yeah, in I mean, Brooklyn. We got to drop this podcast by tomorrow. Ooh, so yeah. make sure the fans up. know about the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, during the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be in Orlando. I'm performing right. in Orlando. I'll be at all the radio. Sh- we're doing actually a mini radio tour up there too. Okay. Then the fall, I think the following weekend, I'm in Haiti performing in the provinces. Um, from there, then we, we're just, we're Have all over the place. Have you done international yet? As like I'm not an internet. I'm sorry. Outside of like Haiti, as, I mean in America. Outside, outside of, of Haiti America. and America. Um, outside of Haiti and America. Yeah. I can say that I'm booked in Chile in June and nice. Brazil in July. Okay. So that's that's big for me. I've never performed outside of Haiti. I mean, the, I've done the DR. Up, the man. DR is yeah, it's kind hold of hold hold close though. So you telling me Chile and Brazil get to see you before, before Miami. Miami? Yo, man, put the guyard down. Put the chick <laughs> down. So, do something for real, no, man. No, shout out the produce, shout out the promoters, so that the fans promoters, know. man, get your step your game up, man. <laughs> we want to see some, like for real, we want to see some real different stuff going on. In my, give, give, can't be the same thing all the give time. Give the man. promoters a little something. That's like, who is this? This guy, drop, give him a little something before Ooh, we before spit we some. get up. Spit some before I we get up. We'll be right now. Take it back to the, to the you know, I'm, right I'm gonna now. spit. Oh, it I'm can even be spit. something off your album. We just want you to spit something really quick. I just want to hear your flow on the podcast kill him. before you kill, kill him with, Hold up, man, please. I, I'm gonna play your favorite. I'm gonna play your favorite. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. All right. That's love. So I mean. That's something like what we do. And um, yeah, I'm ready to be performing in Miami, you know. And I'm going to be out here in Miami a lot, working in the studios, like I told you guys, on a lot of English records too, while we're doing um, the promotion for Energy and a lot of stuff. So I'm going to be around. Y'all going to see me any a lot. Last words for, any last words for our audience before we sign out? Last words for the audience. Um, um what would I say? I think we covered almost everything. I think, I think everything. you managed to see me. Something. You might have something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you see? That's a squad. You saw how fast she pulled out that Damn. phone and said, no, nah, I got you, sis. I got you. Damn. All right, guys. I got music videos coming for you. Wow. Um, okay. We have a double music video that'll be dropping this month. Um, I can't believe I forgot to talk about this. Uh, it's one of the records on the album. So let me actually give a little background on this. 
on the album, I featured two artists that nobody really knows, mm-hmm. two people that I just discovered, um, a girl and a guy, very young, and talented, talented. So I decided to take those two records and make them the first two videos that I put on the al- that I released. And Petitea is featuring Danula, she's the female, and Bouquet is featuring Leonidas. So we decided to, you kn- those of you that have been to Haiti know that Haiti has two different extremes. Um, obviously the beauty of the land and then what the humans have done to the land. So we decided to shoot two videos. The campaign is called Petitea Bouquet, and Petitea pretty much shows a reality and bouquet shows a different reality and we painted those two pictures big up to the team um wins film and everybody who really put our minds together to do this it was shot between cape haitian and port-au-prince ah so that's what you've been doing down there with all this we just thought you were modeling taking dope pictures (laughs) (laughs) that girl was working (laughs) no we were shooting a beautiful music (laughs) video man and i really 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 cannot wait for you guys to see this so i don't want to announce an official date and not meet the date but this month you guys will see the first video and the second one will come out a week later so no i love that i love that and where can people find your videos when they release them Everything, well, if you follow me on Instagram, I post everything. N-I-S-K-A is the name. And if you want to follow me on uh, YouTube, it's just Niska Garut, Niska Music. You'll see me come up. I know there's another Niska artist. I was artist. just going to say, because you know that other Niska know, always man. comes up. Man, his name is Wakanga Gambabanja, and he changed his name to Niska, and it's just completely... But I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> his... <laughs> his... his, his thank God for his success, it's really opened a lot of doors for me in Europe and Africa. So oh, like, Because wow. when you type in Niska, they both come up. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, it's a blessing and a curse and I'm trying to see the blessing more out of it. So soon there'll be a feature, Niska and Niska. But in I the meantime, <laughs> the real Niska, birth certificate named Niska, me. Um, you can find me online everywhere, guys. Just Niska music, Niska. Anything iTunes. that says Niska official is not me. Everything else, all the other Niska, Niska Guru, Niska Music, Niska KKAA, Niska KAAA, whatever it is, that's all me. So you'll be able to find me on YouTube. You're on Spotify. You're He's on a guy. I'm You're a girl. definitely on Spotify. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's just it. Well, thank you. Thank you for making time for us today. We yeah. know you got studio sessions tonight. You made yeah. it in. We appreciate really you coming by. You, you know, thank speaking you to know you're always welcome. You want to do releases, you want to do whatever, you know, Lean and Sweet, we got next time, you. Next time we come on, we we'll talk you. more about, like, what I do with clothing and the gear and beat it. And yeah. Like, yeah, we didn't even talk we about to too that. much about that. But we'll, we'll give the people information on it really quick, even yeah, though so we didn't talk about it. You website. do design as well, and what's the name of the brand, and how can they find it? Well, um, the design pretty much agency that the team, our team, um, is called 432 Creatives, mm-hmm. which you can see what we do on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The clothing line, or I would say the merchandise brand, is called Beat It. And pretty much this whole project came from giving women jobs in Haiti. And really, I grew up, just to give a little summary, I grew up around people in, the well, tailors and beaters in Haiti, and which is one of the oldest forms of couture in Haiti. Yeah. And my grandfather used to do it. And he used to do a lot of old style stuff. And I decided I wanted to modernize it a little bit and add a little urban vibe so I started making caps and now we're into jackets and shoes and really expanding and really if you guys want to check it out it's called beat it world beat it like b-e-a-d-i-t world.com or on social media and you'll be able to see all these handmade beautiful goods made by Haitian women in Haiti I'm always crying for hats so (laughs) I love them I love you so I I, I love and now I'm introducing in America like I said I'll be in Brooklyn next week for the first time like 
showing it at a fair. Will you have some guys' clothes when you when, when the ladies put these things out there? Guys want to wear some. But of guy, stuff? it's you unisex. You can wear it too. Yeah, it's unisex. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly have more men buying men, than women. You really do. Yeah. yeah, it's more men I see wearing them. I, you just, before the podcast, I was complaining about her giving it to a guy, and I didn't get one. But um, yeah, and it's a blessing because. I have to even say Beat It is what really started financing my career before I even had sponsors. So yeah. it's thanks to that that I was able to get on my feet and produce like my first two, three music videos. So um, really, it's the way I can contribute to my society and my country. So that's yeah. what I do. So help me make sales and you're helping a lot of people work. Absolutely. Shout out to the woman doing it all. Wow, music, shoot. design, marketing. Real you're doing time. it all, sis. Congratulations. Thank you, thank thank you, thank you for you so guys much for having me. here. No Thank you very much. No <laughs> Thank you, guys. This was Linea Sweet, the Sweet Podcast, Wanda and Mark. Oh, bonzi. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>